Yeah, welcome back to the Powerhouse. I'm Eric Garcia. You're watching the Powerhouse Podcast. Today, joined by my friend, my dog, the OG, Jason Sue in the flesh. What's up with you, bro? What's up, man? Good to be back, bro. Yeah. Back home? How's the, how's the train ride over here? It was all right. It's kind of long. Bro, I thought you were driving, I swear. I thought you had your car for a cool minute. Nah, I didn't bring it. Damn. Cole, also, good to have you here, too. We got some Davis boys in here. Davis soccer. Explain to, like, for the people that don't know where Davis is or, you know, I don't know who's going to be watching this, but UC Davis Division One program. So, really good for soccer. A lot of soccer fans probably watching this as well. Um, explain to the people what's that been like because that's, that's something that you were working towards for a cool yeah. minute. Like, I remember yeah. last year, almost exactly a year ago, you was basically working towards that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think I was going to make it, to be honest, but... Like, I remember I was talking to you during the, like, the tryouts, and I was, like, kind of stressed about it. I mean, I didn't really know how I was going to go, but, and then when I didn't make it and I found out I was redshirting, it was, like, a little tough, but, I mean, I've been, I've been enjoying it. Yeah, bro, I mean, that's the thing, though, like, a lot of people expect to, like, either, like, it's now or never, you know, like, I'm either, like, go and I have to play, I have to start every game, it's not like that, right? Because, like, yeah, they, ha- they give upperclassmen a ton of priority, right? Yeah, but the thing is, like, I mean, if you're ready to play, then you're ready to play. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I was ready to play. Like, Why I not? I, I don't know. I just wasn't playing, like, fast enough. Like, I just don't think I'm at that. I wasn't at that level yet. Sheesh, no way. Because, I, I, actually, I'm, I'm really glad you're saying that because, bro, like, you're probably one of the top, like, three best players I've ever played with, like, in my career. And, like, for you to say something like that is really eye-opening to me because I thought I was a pretty good player. Like, high school varsity, four years, you know, on a chip when I was a freshman, obviously. But then what what has your experience been like training with th- those type of players, like Division One college athletes? And, like, what's the difference? Because you say it's, like, faster and, like, the level's a lot different, yeah. a lot better. Like, can you give some examples and stuff like that? Well, I mean, it's, like, it's just so much weirder because, like, you never really – like, when we were – like, in high, even in high school, like, I, don't, I didn't really think, like, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, like, um, when we were playing here, you know, you'd play against some of the best players, and you'd, like, be at the same level as them, mm-hmm. but then, like, when you get to college, it's, like, all the best players from all the best, like, high school leagues, so, like, like, it's just so much different, it's way more intense, it's a lot faster, everyone's a lot stronger, and, like, can do everything. It's like, it's like you're... You're basically like, you were a grown man playing against kids in high school, but yeah. then the tables turned, right? Like you're, yeah, you're a kid I was like a little kid, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. damn. Damn, that's crazy, because I think, like, it's almost similar to where you, because I've I seen you work, bro. Like, I remember after games, after varsity games, you'd be running on the treadmill. We'd be at the Highlands, you know, grinding it out. <laughs> you'd be running, hitting that nine miles per hour, ten miles per hour, like, a couple miles after a game, after a dub. You know, like, I think a lot of the players that – you are playing against now they were probably on that same mindset yeah, they're like, doing everything. yeah yeah so it's like almost when you get to that level it's like you're not you're not an outlier anymore like, yeah you're, you're even playing even field? playing field it's right back to square one damn so what what have you done then 
since that time, since you've learned that, to now, like, doing something different, or? Well, when I was, when I found out I was going to redshirt, uh, I really started lifting a lot more, like, on my own, so I would go to the trainer with, like, three days a week, um, to train, and then, I mean, I would get other touches, like, play by myself and stuff, but, um, you know, it was a little weird getting used to, like, the, the fall quarters in the quarter system, so I was just kind of transitioning in, but, um, yeah, I just tried to lift more, um, and just, like, learn as much as I can from every practice and stuff. That's dope. What, yeah. what, what was that, like, first year, first semester like? Because for me, it was, it was first tough, quarter. bro. Oh, sorry, yeah, my, yeah. my bad, my bad, you see athletes over there. Uh, what was that first quarter like? Because, you know, that's your first time away from home, like, mm-hmm. long period of time. Yeah. How's that been? Because I know it's, it's your freshman year, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it was cool because, like, in the beginning, we were staying with the the upperclassmen, so it was, like, a nice transition into living, like, alone, not from my parent, with my parents anymore, but uh, I took some easy classes uh, my fall quarter, and then, I mean, soccer was fun, except, like, not being able to play, um, but it was, like, a totally different experience, so it just took some getting used to. Um, I mean, it was it was fun though. Like I, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I'm at Davis. Yeah. 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 I remember earlier we were talking like, because you you were basically choosing between Davis or a couple other schools. Yeah. What, what has been like the most I guess, fun part about being at Davis? Like I know you've met a lot of new people, have a new team, new lifestyle. What's been the best part about it? Uh, I think I think it probably is soccer, but. It's, like, it's cool meeting a lot of different people. Like, I feel like if I went somewhere else, the people wouldn't be as, like, genuine. Mm. I think at Davis, it's, like, it's a lot more grounded. So. How so? I mean, like, if I went to, like, somewhere in SoCal, it might be different. You know what I mean? Like, people are just going out there because, like. Different vibes yeah, and stuff? Yeah, it's different. It's just a different vibe. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fair. But, yeah. I mean, like, there's not you can't like do anything you want in Davis. Like you can't like, you know, go out and stuff all the time, but, mm-hmm. um, it's cool. I like it. That, that's dope. No, I'm glad you're having fun. I'm glad you like Davis. I remember when we were talking about it, you were like choosing between Davis a school on the East coast. And it's yeah. like, you know, I, I think that it's actually been really good that for you being at Davis. Cause yeah, it's nice know, being close to home. It's close to home. Right. And th- I think a lot of people, they don't understand is like going to college is obviously one of the biggest, most important, things like I guess in American culture that we have you know like we're told like you're supposed to go to college you know you're supposed to have a good good education and you know grow up and get a job or whatever right Mm -hmm. um for those people that maybe aren't considering going to college but they really want to play ball what advice would you give them you know to taking that route because I know it's hard being a student athlete but it's definitely paying off you know are you talking about like like people that in high school that want to play yeah yeah or even yeah like young or even younger i don't know who's watching this but maybe there's like you know youngins out there that you know want to do other things or they're just trying to play ball or they're not focused on school but i think it's a really good um it's a really good resource to have you know someone like you explaining what your experience has been like yeah i think it's just like if you just try new things and then like find things that you're passionate about and like for me i guess it's soccer but i mean i have other hobbies too but um i think just finding something that you like to do and like making like 
like being an expert at it you know like not just being mediocre at everything that's like actually putting like a lot of time into something is is really valuable it's cool like like whatever you're gonna do like whether it's you're gonna be a doctor or yeah, engineer it doesn't matter you just gotta matter. go balls yeah, to the wall yeah all the way send yeah. it that's what's yeah. up that's what's up that's good advice because i think a lot of people they just try to do whatever they want and they think that if they can basically just try a little bit they're gonna get like you know half-ass investment is gonna give you half-ass results exactly like one of my yeah. coaches told me that and i think that's a really good lesson i think it's something that people don't necessarily understand you know what i mean especially when you're young because i mean i yeah. saw you when you were young i mean i, I mean when work. you are young though it's like it's kind of hard to put your foot down on just one thing because i mean there's there's there are people that can do like a lot of different things and be really successful at it but um i mean it is tough to when you're young to like just think of one thing and do that for the rest of your life yeah but uh i think that's important to like just try to focus on one thing at a time like you don't have to like worry about what's gonna happen next like just i like i like how you said that because you got to focus on one thing at a time but being a student athlete your your focus yeah. is always on two different things what what advice would you give to people or like what has helped you like being a student and separating that from being an athlete and not only that but actually just having a social life and taking time for yourself uh i think you kind of just gotta like separate those two worlds a little bit i mean hmm. like i mean sometimes like it's nice to hang out with your teammates and stuff but obviously like you can't do that all the time like because if you're just always thinking about soccer always thinking about one thing then you're not gonna be able to focus on other things so like sometimes i like to keep them separate like i have people outside of soccer that i like to hang out with and then people and all my team that i do like to hang out with um, but also do like spending enough time alone um, to do homework and stuff. So I think just like keeping those two worlds or like those worlds separate yeah. at times um, is good. What um, you, I, I like how you brought that up, like because you gotta spend time for yourself and then doing homework and stuff like that. I'm I'm actually just genuinely curious because I think I told I asked you like what your schedule is like, but what what is your schedule like? Because like it's pretty it's pretty demanding no well like, yeah times. yeah i mean i didn't realize this is like the winter's like the off season but right now we train uh four days a week uh like an hour and a half a day about um and then i'm taking right now i'm taking like uh five four or five classes um i mean i don't go to every single class <laughs> i usually yeah, watch the lectures and stuff but yeah yeah um I mean, it can be pretty busy, uh, but it just depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you don't, yeah, that's the thing people don't understand about college. It's way more chill. Like, you have to be on your own ass. Like, you can't, no one's going to tell you, like, oh, you got to go to class. You know, professors aren't going to tell you, like, oh, if you're not going yeah, to class, you know. Exactly, you know. Um, same thing with coaching. Is your coach more, like, chill about, you know, you guys, like, showing up, like, late or something? Is he, like, really strict on you guys? Or is it just more, more like when you guys are there, he's strict? You know, and you guys got to figure out everything else, like classes, you know, get your schedule right, you know, eat good. Mm, no, nah, he's, he's honest about, like, our schoolwork and not, you know, slacking. Because if, if we can't, if we're not performing well in the classroom, then we can't play. Um, but we do have to, like, show up on time and everything. And, like, he doesn't want any distractions, you know, um, which is, like, I think is good. Keeps everyone on the same level. That's true. What, yeah. uh... What's the competition like in terms of like competing for spots and stuff like that? Because I know a lot of people may not understand, but 
when you're going to college and playing ball, like everybody's competing for a spot. There's only 11 spots in the field. And like, for example, if you're a goalie, there's one spot you're competing for against like three, four other guys. Yeah. You know, what's it like well, competing? Yeah, it's kind of like what we were just talking about, like, uh, like transitioning from high school and like being the best player on your team for a club in high school. Like, it's weird because now you're pl- like you're the little you're like the little <laughs> like the little fish in the pond. You're playing against all like the established uh, players on the team, so it's a little tough. Um, especially for me, it was like kind of tough to like keep my confidence up, especially like if I messed up or something or like something wasn't going my way um, if I wasn't playing. It was tough to just keep that going, but, you know, like, I kind of just realized that, like, I had so much room, uh, because I redshirted, like, I had so much room to fail, like, it didn't really matter, so, like, I just kind of, like, had to go for it no matter what, Hmm. you know? Yeah, like, what do you mean, what do you mean by that? Like, you mean you had so much room to fail in terms of, like, almost, like, you had no expectations on you? Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, I didn't really have, I didn't have expectations, like, I need to perform against Santa Barbara like I need to play and play well against a certain team like all I was focused on was just getting better every day at practice so like it there was no pressure on me to to perform so like everything that I was doing was just to learn oh okay which was like really helped a lot that's dope yeah once I realized that but in the beginning it was it was tough for sure what what got you through that time you know like not playing because I know for me like you know going from you know, going to Sac State and not really wanting to play ball, coming back mm-hmm. home and realizing, like, you know, you you helped me out. You inspired me a lot because we were training, like, during the off season when COVID hit. It was a cool year where we were just grinding it out, right? Mm-hmm. Training, hitting the beach, hitting the field, you know, messing around, but also, like, strict sessions, running, hill runs, stuff like that. Um, what, what got you through that time, you know, where you're in, isolated in a place? Like, you know, I'm in Davis. You know, you move from your hot- hometown, go to Davis, you're living on your own not starting, not playing, maybe having a red shirt, you know, new environment. What, what are things that helped you out? You know, what, what basically helped your, I guess, mental side of it, you know, your mentality, your discipline, you know, your motivation, what stuff, you know, lit that fire up for you? Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say just like, I mean, like opening up about how I feel like to my family, like talking to them. I mean, obviously, they they understood that it wasn't going to come right away. So I think just talking to them and um, realizing, they helped me realize that not everything is going to come that so easy. Like, I'm not going to just be able to play right off the bat. Um, and I think just, like, finally, like, being able to understand what the coach is saying, like, when they get on your ass about something, um, it's not just them, like, getting mad at you. It's them because they're just doing it because they want to help you learn. So I think... Just like over time, it, um, I like just started to understand what 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 they were expecting out of me, um, and like once I really like let myself go and like take more risks, um, I think I got better. That's really that's really important. I think people don't understand like taking risks is something that pays off in the end because you know life isn't it's not certain. Nothing's promised. Like no one's promising you're gonna wake up tomorrow, right? Yeah. And I think that's that's beautiful because once you start taking risks and actually doing stuff and shit that you never thought you would be able to do. And not only that, but doing shit that you're almost like you're betting on yourself mm-hmm. at the end of the day, right? If you're playing ball, you're betting that you're going to beat the next guy up. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's weird. Cause like we were just talking about it. Like you, you come from an atmosphere where like you're the best player on the team. So it's weird to 
to go from that to like being like the guy that's behind the starter, you know. So, I mean, it it just took a lot to learn from that. Yeah, I know people that like haven't played or they go to a team and they, and they're not like playing, they're not getting minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and they get down on themselves, their confidence goes down, you know, their mentality is maybe it's weaker or I don't know. You know, where did you learn to have that type of mentality? Because I know as a kid, bro, like you were, you were trying, you were crazy, bro. <laughs> you were crazy, bro. You were crazy fit, crazy strong, you baller, like freshman on varsity, you know, like never complained. Like you were the, you ideally, like as a coach, like thinking about it from a coach's perspective, you're like, you're like that, that player that, you know, like I'll pick him even if there's someone that's better than him, just because you don't give me shit. You're not going to complain. You're always going to try hard. You're going to try for every 50 50. Where'd you learn that was like, like, I guess from, like, early on, you know, did someone inspire you? Did someone, you know, who was your hero, maybe? I, I don't know. Where, where'd that come from? That's a tough question. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it's just for my coaches, like, especially, uh, you know Craig, right? Craig Breslin? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just that, like, that British, like, get on, <laughs> your, get on your ass type of thing. Damn. Like, just to, Giza. Yeah. Oh, just damn. to, like, yeah. I don't know. He would run you guys yeah. a ton, right? Yeah, we'd run a lot. I remember I went to one of you guys' boot camps, except I was, like, on the kids' camp because I wasn't that good. And I saw you guys, like, straight up running. I think it was the Cooper run, right? Mm-hmm. Like, t- was it a 12-minute run? Yeah, and just run his- field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. He was crazy. Yeah, it was. God damn. What, what was, like, what was your transition from, like, club to, like, high school to, to college, like, um, in terms of, like, the different levels? And then, like, obviously college is the biggest shock factor, yeah. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. What about in club? Like, what would you tell yourself as a club player or as a high school player, you know, looking back now? Like, was, would there be anything you would give, like, advice to yourself, like, to your well, younger self? I think I would just tell us, tell myself the same thing. Like, it's important to take risks um, and, like, try to put yourself out there and, like, like it's okay to fail. Like, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, you know? So I think it's, like, just taking risks is important um, and, like, just practice as much as you can. Um and just try to enjoy as much as you can, really. That's dope. Hey, that's yeah. that's the goal. That's life. That's what life should be about. Like right now, I'm pretty sure you're you're having the time of your life out there in Davis. Huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's yeah. up, bro. You um, you're back in town, right, for the for the long weekend. Yeah. 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 What what's what's your training schedule now? Uh, like now, because you're training. You said Monday Thursday. Monday what? through Thursday, but we train on Friday, just like as a team. It's not. There's no coaches there. Oh. Um, and then we lift on Wednesday and Friday as a team. Yeah. How's the How's the facilities and everything been like? Oh, I like it. I mean, it's not you know it's it does it gets the job done. I like it. So it's a it's a complaints. it's a big difference from like you know training at home like you know at at TL and then you know doing your own thing and then yeah. now having like almost like that much more um, like support. But yeah. I don't think. That doesn't make you, like, a player, right? Like, you don't need any of that stuff, you know? Because you proved it, like, you got this this all, you know, on your own. You didn't really need much, you know, not help, mm-hmm. but I would say, like, you know, grinding it out, like, the like the, the unseen hours. Like, we, we talked about that a lot, you know, winter work, unseen hours, all that stuff. Um, you know, now, how much extra work do you have to put in, um, you know, aside from all the team stuff? Because I know some coaches, like, my old coach would tell me, like, oh, you're doing the bare minimum right now by showing up to practice. Like, you yeah, got to do so yeah. much more. Is that really true? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, I like to go to the gym um, outside of the, the team lift and then practice my own stuff with teammates. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's really cool that uh, a lot of like a lot of people at Davis are like su- supporting the teams. Like, we have trainers specifically for our team. We have like people doing our laundry. Like, it really, it's like really cool that, um, like, I didn't think I was gonna make it. I don't. I didn't even think I was gonna play. So, I don't know. It's just really cool to like be in that environment. Yeah. The um, what would you say your school like? has more of like a soccer um like it's like a soccer schools i know davis is known for football we obviously know rob he you know football guy but is because you guys aren't like santa barbara where that's like an actual soccer school right i mean i think i'm not really sure but i think the soccer team is like one of the better teams at the school yeah you guys came off you guys came off a a finals or a a championship in 2019 right yeah is that 2019 yeah yeah so right right before covid hit off a championship that's that's crazy bro that's a lot of i think that's there's good and bad to that you know there's obviously those expectations like are you guys going to repeat are you guys going to you know be able to do it back but then also like nah covid just hit like everybody's kind of struggling like you know that was the perfect time for you to to kind of run it back and and you know work on it what how was covid like affected where you are now because i know that was that was a big time for people um for everybody really yeah I mean, it made the recruiting process a little tougher because, uh, like, the coaches weren't able to see um, players uh, during COVID. And, like, there wasn't camps or um, I didn't have any games or barely any games. And then, like, in terms of practicing on my own, I mean, we would practice a lot together. But, like, in terms of team trainings, it was just kind of, like, technical work and, like, shooting. So it was, like, we didn't really work on anything tactically yeah um, since we didn't have any games which was helpful because we really just started focusing on like our technique and stuff um so that was that was a good part but it just sucked because it just like it's time just like basically just stopped sheesh that's that's a great way to put it how, how would how would you explain the recruiting process to someone that maybe isn't so familiar with that process or maybe doesn't even know anything about like how to go from playing on a club team to, you know, talking to college coaches and, you know, what advice would you give that person? Because for me, I didn't know much. Like, I thought going to college was, like, a one in a million chance. You know, I didn't yeah. think I could go to college to play soccer, let alone, you know, get into contact with these coaches. How, how was that process like? And, and what would you, you say to someone that maybe doesn't know where to start? Well, yeah, I think it's different for everyone. Like, especially, like, what you're talking about, I think, um, based on, like, different like clubs or different cultures like for me the expectation was that I was going to go to college like regardless without soccer and maybe for you that that might have been different um, and for other people it might be different but I think the recruiting process was kind of like um, how do I say it? like you kind of have to it kind of just depends on your own situation um, so for me my club team wasn't like like necessarily the biggest or best club team so um, I kind of had to like reach out more on my own um, especially because we didn't go to that many tournaments or that or that kind of thing so um, I think it's just different for everyone okay but, but yeah I see because players obviously you have to wait till you're a junior right I'm, I'm assuming to actually contact coaches or is it is it different I'm not really sure on the rules anymore it okay is it, is it changing yeah. yeah well during new times I guess like my advice would be just to to get your name out there, whether it's you know, getting getting footage or, or getting high, like a highlight tape, or just you know, 
reaching out to as many coaches as possible, you know, because at the end of the day, it's an investment in yourself, right? Like just as if you're investing into your own gear, you know, you're investing into an ID camp. It's the same thing. You know, if you want to play at that level, you have to put not only work, but you actually have to, you know, invest into that in, in a way. Um, other than, you know, school and, and soccer, what, what other aspects of your life has basically maybe these these uh, ideas or, or like soccer helped you out? Because I know like you say now, like you like lifting like apart from the team. It's a lifestyle, right? Like basically being in shape and, you know, performing at that level. It's definitely a lifestyle, you know, obviously like eating right and, and you know, staying away from distractions. Um, how, how's that been like for you? Um, it's been cool. I mean, college has made uh, me realize more things about myself, like different interests. Like I'm, right now I'm taking a computer class, which is pretty cool. I like to learn about different software programs. So I'm kind of getting a little more into that. Um, so I think it just kind of, kind of like dips your toes in a lot of different things, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice, like restarting and meeting a bunch of different new people because, um, like, I guess I wasn't tired of people here, but it just, uh, it could get, it got a little old towards the end, like we were talking about before. Yeah. You start to like almost outgrow your environment, right? Like you can only do so much in in this environment. And then now it's like time where you got to expand, expand your knowledge, expand, you know, your connections, your network, you know, um, that's, that's something I learned, you know, doing a podcast, you know, it's something where I'm like, Oh, let me do a little research on, on a Joe Rogan podcast. And now he's putting me on to, you know, scientists, he's putting me on to comedians, he's putting me on to all these people. Um, so I definitely, I definitely can relate to what you're saying. You know, it's, it's time for me to, you know, hopefully soon we're gonna we're gonna move the studio to to the city and yeah, that'd be we're, cool. We're gonna expand. It kind of makes like college kind of makes me think of like how like there's like kind of a marine bubble. Like, do you do you feel that at times? Oh, for sure. Like oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no. I'd, like it's weird because a lot of my friends here and like the people that I know here are just like a lot different than the people I met in college. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like so many different backgrounds and like people in Marin are just a lot different. Yeah, um, expand on that because I, I definitely I definitely agree, and I think a lot of people actually realize that as well. Because growing up in Marin, you're not really used to seeing like a lot of different cultures, a lot of different um, environments. Like you, you you see the Bay Area, you know, it's so diverse. But then you're here in Marin, and you're yeah. like, oh shit, like this is it's different, you know. But you don't really see it growing up. How how is that perspective for you um, changed? Well, I think I think not necessarily people are like pretentious, but I think people here are just like lucky because of how beautiful it is here like how wealthy people are um so i think they're just they're just used to one environment that's not changing and like they don't have to like deal with uh different things like i mean people deal with their struggles but um it's just it's like kind of sheltered here yeah yeah i I agree i definitely agree um because i grew up I grew up in, in Canal, so Marin, but then I actually moved to Richmond, and then I saw, you know, I mean, I, thankfully, like, my mom was able to basically have my, my whole childhood, you know, protected from, like, I guess, um, me ever knowing that I grew up, you know, not as wealthy as other people, and then also not really knowing that I was different in terms of, like, color, race, ethnicity, culture, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was really interesting, because then when I got to Marin, you know, I went to Dixie, um, you went to Valcito, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so... Or as it's known now, uh, Lucas Valley Elementary. Uh, no, that's... Dixie, uh, Dixie, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant, yeah. Um, 
And it, I, I was like one of the only brown kids. I was talking to one of my guests uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Frisco Kicks, you know, Frisco. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about how like we were like some of the only white people or brown people at Miller Creek. And uh, it's it's different growing up in a bubble like that. Uh, but I was going to ask you because you grew up playing ball, playing soccer spe- uh, specifically because you play basketball too, right? Yeah. Um, how, how is being in, in those little, not bubbles, but in those little, uh, cultures? Cause I know soccer has its own culture. You, you probably play with a lot of Latinos. Yeah. How's, how's been, being in that, um, in that environment, like helped you out, um, or helped you see, you know, past that bubble? Yeah. I mean, it just kind of expands like the people that I see. I mean, people like my friends are not like, they don't play soccer or basketball. So uh, just meeting like different people who have different backgrounds and like, people that go through different things so they will have, have a little more like character or whatever and um yeah what was what's in the works for you right now goals wise or, or season wise you know we've got a season coming up i think i'm still in that like that same mindset like just kind of take as many risks as i can just continue to get better at everything I'm, i don't really have a specific goal but i'm just trying to like take everything like um like just take risks and try to get better at soccer especially and then um, kind of expand my horizon for school, like try to find what I'm interested in because I still don't know what I want to do. So I think just like taking risks, trying new things is is important for me right now. Dime. That's that's dime advice, I think, because yeah. a lot of people f- think that like, oh, by the time you get to college, you got to have like everything figured out. Yeah. It's not I the mean, case, right? Speaking of which, like, how did you start doing this? Like, what, what was your inspiration? Bro, me? Uh, I mean... Honestly, I don't think I think the inspiration really came from me going to college and, and like I, I, re- I really related to what you said about like talking to your family and having that transparency because I was the opposite growing up like first generation and then being expected, you know, I have to go to college. I have to like make it out. Basically, um, there's so much pressure on me to like basically do well and I, I low-key cracked into that pressure. You know, I started doing things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. I wasn't focusing on the stuff that I was supposed to be focused on. And then, most importantly, I lost touch of, of the stuff that was really important to me, which was my family, you know, my health, you know, my relationships, and, and my happiness. And so when, when I was at that lowest point in my life, I basically, like, saw the what stuff. Was that the lowest point? The lowest point was me, you know, being alone, isolated in, in SAC. I went to SAC State for a year. Yeah. And I was just, you know, apart from my family and not saying that that environment had anything to do with it. It was more of it was it was the time in my life where I needed to realize, like, oh, like I don't know what I am doing with my life. And it kind of helped me, you know, be inspired to basically, like, look into other things. So, for example, one thing that really helped me, like, you know, become what I am today was you know, playing ball with you, you know, because I, I was at a point where, I, you know, I want to get healthy. And I saw you, you know, always grinding. And I came back home and, and we started balling up together. And I'm like, yo, this is fun because not only is it really good for me, but it's also like really fun and it makes me happy. You know, another thing was um, learning just by any means. So like listening to a podcast helped me realize like, oh, like I could do this too. Like, why can't I do it? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, let me start doing a little bit of research. Let me start learning more about other things. Like you said, you got to dip your toes in different areas, different buckets. And so I'm like, oh, how can I edit a video? And then I'm like, oh, what's what's Adobe Creative mm-hmm. Cloud? You know, I'm like, oh, can I invest a little money in Adobe Creative Cloud and buy Illust- and get Illustrator, get Photoshop, get Premiere Pro and get all these basically tools to help expand my knowledge 
and then now I can do so many more things. So that's basically where it started. But so it's just kind of like you found one thing that was interesting, and then you just kind of kept spiraling down and down. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that also resonated with me what you said about risks because I didn't know what it was like to take a risk because I always wanted to play the safe road, you know, like. In high school, everybody judges you on what, you know, what you are and what you have to offer because that's just what it's like. That's what the environment's yeah. like. But you don't realize that there's more to life than just high school. Because after you graduate, like you said, bro, after that, it's basically in the past. You know, it's like now you're in college, now you're in the real world. You know, stuff is different, you know. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, oh, okay, it really shocked me when I got to college. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but now I kind of have to start figuring it out, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why I'm really, really proud of you because you basically knew not like what you wanted to do but you had a goal which was going to college and playing ball and then you did it by any means necessary you know Mm -hmm. through a pandemic you know trying to be recruited from that that's tough bro like it's not easy you know especially going to a school like davis just off a championship you know i was i just applied to cal state la and they just won a championship (coughs) and i was talking to (laughs) (coughs) it's good it's good bro um and I was talking to a coach, and he was saying, like, it's going to be tough. Like, if I want to play ball there, it's going to be tough. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play ball there, you know. But you believing in yourself was something that, you know, was really, really important. Um, how, how did that come about, like, that belief in yourself? Because a lot of people don't realize that if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. Yeah. How did that? Uh, I think it was just, like, just from, like, doing my best on my own, like, working out and, like, training. Um, but also, like, having support from my friends and family, like, you, I, you, like, I remember there was times, where, like, I didn't think that I'd be able to play at Davis or, like, anywhere, but, like, when you told me, like, I could, and, like, I'm the best player, I, like, it made me feel like I'm the shit, low-key, but, <laughs> like, uh, but for real, like, it was cool, because, um, like, people like you helped me out, um, made me feel like I could do something. Yeah, bro, I mean, i seen, i seen... I see what a lot of people don't see. I see the work you put in, and it's like, bro, I thought I was putting in work, you know, going to the gym maybe during my free period, and then I see you after a game, after a win, running, what, like two miles, 12 minutes on a treadmill, working out after that, too. Obviously, you know, hit the tubs in the pool. It was lit. It was lit. Those times were lit, but I I guess to, to, you know, play devil's advocate here, what was the most difficult part of that time, you know, like? You know, everybody, you know, you see the, the glory and all that stuff now, but what was the, like, the most difficult part of that or the most challenging or maybe more most, mo- uh, the thing you had to sacrifice maybe? Uh, I I think the most difficult part was, like, knowing, not knowing what was, like, where I was going to end up, which is, like, I guess part of the motivation, but, like, not really having something secure, even at Davis, was kind of tough. Um, but I think, like, it was, like, part of the motivation. Uh, to get me there yeah the unknown right yeah oh wow that's that's crazy because i always see or a lot of people always see like the unknown as something that like they fear they run they run away from you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and i think it's good that you had to like basically just say fuck it i'm gonna go go at it you know is that is that what like you're doing right now with this like do you have a a goal or is it just kind of just seeing like what happens i definitely i definitely have a few goals in mind you know like i see like we, I'll bring it back to when we were talking about you know growing up in Marin Bubble, bro. I see Porsches, I see Lambos, I see Teslas all around me, bro. And now, like I, before, I would be like, oh my god, like I'll never own that car. Like that's such a fast car, you know. Like 
such a nice car. Like, imagine what those people are doing. Now it's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to have a car better than that. I'm going to have that car. I'm going to have that Tesla. I'm going to have that Porsche. You know what I mean? And and I, I truly believe in myself because at the end of the day, you could either be the person that basically wants all those things or, yeah, or goes after them. It. Exactly, exactly. And so cool. right now, I'm, I'm just thinking about it, you know, taking it step by step and letting what things, you know. Just let it fall in place. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, I'm glad exactly I'm glad you came through today because you know it's a big opportunity I think for for both of us you know because I think growing up and and seeing the stuff we were doing um and and being able to share that with the world and and having people like listening in on it is something that you don't really ever think about but the value the, the value of the stuff you have to say I think is is so important and and just being able to share at least like a little you know a little key of knowledge or something like that for any any young viewer or viewer someone that maybe doesn't believe in themselves you know i was talking to my friend recently and he told me he thought he was too old to play ball it's like nah you're never too old really like if you take care of yourself if you really try if you really go at it you know you could play at at whatever level you know it depends like you know there's obviously a reality that you have to kind of stick to you know obviously if you're like 50 pounds overweight like 200 225 you know and you want to play at a D1 level, like, you know, unless you're like, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? But yeah. that's, um, that's definitely something that I had in mind was, was definitely, you know, just manifesting everything that that's, that's going on right now. Um, yeah. What, what advice would you give yourself, you know, um, or not advice, but I guess like, where do you see yourself, uh, you know, five, 10 years from now? I know maybe that's a, a long time and you, you don't see that far into the future. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't even know. Like, I, don't, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm sorry. Yeah, nah. <laughs> it's good, bro. It's good. I just, you know, I see this as an opportunity to get to know someone that I've known for so long, but also like, you know, see the other stuff that, you know, people don't really see like behind the scenes. If that makes yeah. Sense. I guess it's taking it step by step. Like, like we were talking about, you know, I just don't want to, I don't want to like commit myself to, to thinking about it too much. Just kind of like letting things come and taking risks and see where it, See where I end up from there. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. What um, besides like the soccer stuff, um, you know what I mean. What's the not the riskiest part, but like I guess the most um, I guess the craziest part about being being in college, you know? Because I know, I know you tell me a little bit about like you know the, the social life and all that stuff. Um, because it's it's a college town, right? Like Davis is yeah, a college yeah. town, right? So it's basically all college kids that are like at yeah, Davis, mostly, right? Mostly. What's, what's that experience like? Because it's like, SAC is not like that at all. Like, for people that go to, like, small colleges or maybe their they're CCs, it's very different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's just different because, like, everyone you meet there is there for the same thing. So, um, like, in high school, it's just such a closed environment. But in Davis, like, there's just so many new people, so many different things that everyone brings to the table. So, it's just, it's just like, uh, I don't know, it's just so much different than anything I've experienced um like it's crazy just meeting like different people every day um yeah that's dope that's dope I think that's the that's the perfect way to maybe close this out um what what's what do you besides I guess like the season coming up um any preseason games uh you want anybody show up there you know we have some games in the spring I think our first one's April against Chico Check them out. Check them out. If you're in Davis or, or Davis, right? Yeah, it's in Davis. I'll link. I'll link the the schedule down. I want to see some powerhouse fans out there. 
<laughs> and uh and yeah uh shout yourself out bro shout your shout your uh instagram out youtube tiktok <laughs> i don't go like that i just have just chasing thanks it's your chest boy all right thanks eric uh thank you appreciate it appreciate y'all for watching you could have been doing like anything else but if you're listening to this i really appreciate that and have a good one those you know you gotta think it and you gotta plan it and then you gotta grind it out and if that's the case and we do that I think it's a recipe for success.